some of us feel motivated and optimistic. Many of us also feel isolated, anxious, and lost. Whoever you are and wherever you may be in life, we welcome you to Conscious Conversations. And I am your host, Curtis Galore, and I thank you for tuning into Podcast Galore, the explicit podcast that matters. And I thank you once again for choosing me to educate you on things you didn't know you needed to know, right? So just to put a disclaimer across in it, uh, this is basically things I like. The, the topics of discussion, right, are conversations I have with myself, some of which I found answers to, some of which I'm still trying to figure out. But I can't really tell the difference between which is which. I can't know what I've figured out and what I'm still trying to figure out because the conversations never end. It's always an ongoing conversation with myself, ongoing debate. And as much as I would love to do research and figure it out, I'd rather think about it too much to the point where I get stuck, where I can't go any further. Then I go look for influence. But another thing about me, I don't like being influenced. I don't I don't know I do not like being influenced. Right? I wanna be the influencer. You know. So eventually when I figure it out or when or like when I admit I'm stuck. Then that's where I'm gonna go and be like, no, listen, listen. I need help. I need help, right? But besides that, thank you for tuning into Conscious Conversations. Today's topic of discussions are, like the main topic is life, life and death and existence. That's like the main heading of this podcast, or sorry, of this episode today. Life, existence, and death. First, Topic of discussion would be, uh, I didn't know how to phrase it, so I came up, like, I phrased it as a, as a question. I wanted to make it a statement, but it's, like, it is a statement, but as, as, as a question. You know what I mean? So, yeah, let's go. So, like, wouldn't it be awful if we figured life out? Like, just thinking about it, like, what is the purpose of life? Because, okay, like, where are we going? What are we doing with our lives? Because what I personally feel is that we keep trying to distract ourselves from the bigger picture, from the main objective. Because we don't know what it is. Probably, like, we did know once upon a time. But again, everything just gets lost in translation. And it's not like we were there during that time to hear it for ourselves, to hear it from the horse's mouth. And we're like, oh, okay, let me just put a pin in it and then to always remember this is what we are striving for. But in life, again, like people just keep trying to find more ways to distract themselves from the bigger picture. Like, I don't want to be a dick, 
I don't want to be an asshole and come in people's throats so come in specific people's, you know, whatever. So I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to dwell on a lot of topics for a while. I'm just going to brush through because I don't want to offend nobody, right? But if you want to view it like this, right? This is what I'm asking why. This is why I'm saying it would be awful if we figured life out because we keep finding ways to distract ourselves on a day-to-day basis. And just to find out that the purpose of life is we do not have a purpose. You know? Like, just picture a video game, right? Where all the levels, or like every stage of the video game gets harder and harder as you move along. The I'm like, that is life. At every point in your life, everything just gets harder and harder and harder. But you overcome it. Right, you break through, but there's that going to be that one level where you can't necessarily break through, which is that life where you're at that point in your life where you can't get a certain place or get anywhere you want to get to, right? And in a video game, once you get cheats, the game stops being fun because you know what's going to happen, what is going to happen because you are now in total control. It will get boring. It won't be as fun. It won't be as educational. It won't be as whatever, you know. But at the same time, you're basically taking away the distractions and just going straight to the point. So which is now then going to deter to say, well, it's okay, as in, okay, so, mind you, in the video game, you got, you got straight to the point by having cheats because you know everything is. You can basically control the whole game. Whether or not you want to give yourself max health, you can't die, whatever. That is the video game. You're in total control. You know where it's going. You know how it's going to end. Cool. Then you get life. Life doesn't have cheats. But the alternative for cheats would be money, fame, wealth, good health. Once you have the three, people always view you to say that person has made it in life. They know the purpose of life. Which is a lie. Because I want to now argue with people to say, it's just because you have the financial stability to live the life that you want to live. Right? And you are well known. Which basically gives off this whole uh, idea and concept of the human life where you need uh, human interaction. Like, what's that thing? Sorry, I'm like so distracted. But, you know, like when you want more, like when you want people to want you, I don't know the term for, like I had it, but I lost it. Bollocks. But yeah, like, you know, when, 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 you know, like when you, when, when 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 you when 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 you when like you know like you know like when you when you <laughs> can't blend like you know when you like you want people to recognize you when you want people to notice you when you want people to give a fuck about you that type of feeling that you want from people right. Like, that person has that. 
But because they have that doesn't necessarily mean that they're happy with their lives. Because they may, they may still even ask the question, I've made it, now what? Which is what I'm saying, like, like you have made it, now what? Because as much as in the, I'm in the game, you have the cheats, you know how the game will end, but that doesn't necessarily mean you know how the game will end, if you know what I mean. Like, you know where the game is going, basically, like, okay, so like, I'm not saying you know how the game will end, but you know where the game is going, because you are in control, you have the cheats. You basically make your own path towards wherever you want to go. In life, you may have the money, the wealth, everything in between. But you may not know where you're going with your life. Because you'll get to the point where you're like, I have billions. I have millions. What am I to do now? To give y'all an example, I want to use your guys' favorite artist. Who passed on. God, God bless their soul. Um... Mac Miller. Mac Miller was living a very comfortable life for most people who knew Mac Miller. You know, he had the wealth. He had the fame. Not not sure about the health, though, because, you know, the weed, the alcohol, so, uh, you know. So, yeah. Man took his own life because he was depressed. And from people's eyes, Mans was okay. Mans made music. He released music, you know. But for people who, like, listen and understand his lyrics, see that this man is unhappy. But for most people who just want to listen for the sake of saying, I listen to Mac Miller. They don't listen to the lyrics. They don't fully learn and, 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 and grasp what the man is saying. Bugamai, man's took his life. People were shook. Like, oh my gosh, where is this coming from? The man made music. He made his songs. He was saying what was wrong with him. Your guys just chose not to listen. Another example would be Juice World. Juice World literally made a song talking about how he does not feel happy. He feels numb. He just wants to end it. People just be thinking, ah, that's a fucking platinum. Let it go platinum. Like, and then when he takes his life, you're like just like, oh my gosh, what the fuck? I don't know he was depressed. Like, people want to view what they want to view in life, which is why I'm saying they want to distract themselves from the bigger picture. Because once someone else starts to stray away from a specific path and they start questioning, people don't want to go down that path. They just want people to stay in the specific way and not divert or do whatever. If you know what I'm saying, like I hope you get what I'm saying. Yeah. And then another artist who's hopefully still alive, because we have not seen or heard from this man in a while, uh, Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar has a billion dollar conscious, according to, to Forbes. This man has a billion dollar conscious, man. And his music is touching. To specific people who listen to the lyrics. Most people just want to listen to a hit song, a song that's catchy, a song that's vibey, and then call it a day. They don't want to listen to every to, to, to all other things. And then now they want to act as if they were there for the struggle when 
it involves a community or like Black Lives Matters involved now they want to be involved or whatever you know what I mean so uh, so Kunji like what was the album um so it's a pimp a butterfly right pretty sure that's the name of the album there's a song there called you I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's you right this man is basically having a conversation with himself he's bringing himself down and asking himself questions you know so you can clearly see which of this man's mental health is not where it's supposed to be um because i'm gonna try to play the song for you guys no let me not let me not play the song because now uh copyrights i'm gonna get striked yeah, so so the song, if you want to go listen to it, the song is U. Literally, the letter U. It's not Y O U, like the letter U. It's the sixth. <coughs> excuse me. It's the sixth song in the album. If you listen to it carefully, listen to what he's saying. He's talking to himself. Although he may, you know, sound like he's talking to somebody, you know, in regards to using person speech you know like first person second person third person but he's talking to himself he's bringing himself down he's judging himself he's belittling he's belittling himself because he's not mentally okay right and people just want to view kendrick lamar and say hey man you got a million dollar conscious sorry like you got a billion dollar conscious man shit you like you got the money you got the bitches you got the fame, you got everything, man. I want that life. I want that life, cause like that, like that, I can purpose in life. Which then brings me to this thing of people who claim to have a purpose in life or to be doing something, and then they say this is my purpose in life. Eventually, you're also gonna get to that point in life where you're gonna be depressed, where you're sad, where you don't, where you don't know what life is anymore hopefully it doesn't drive you to the edge of taking a life but you are going to get to the point where you're asking yourself what is the purpose of life basically that's when the depression hits because nothing makes sense anymore because in all honesty man i'm depressed i'm depressed I'm, like i wouldn't necessarily say i'm clinically depressed because I'm scared to go get checked at the hospital or whatever. You know, kind of it's money to go talk to these people. So, you know, but viewing from doctors' comments as to say how to tell if you have depression or it may just be anxiety or it may just be OCD. I have all these things. And then they say, this is how you tell. So I'm like, ah, oh, shit. I might. But mine is not necessarily like a heavy depression. Because every morning I'll wake up and I'll fight the urge to just get out of bed. And I, and like I always do get out of bed. Now the problem would be eating. That would, like that would be my next problem. Because there are most days where I don't want to eat. Like I'd just, rather, I'd just rather stay in my room. In silence. And just think. And have these conversations with myself. Even recording this podcast, I had to fight myself to record because, man, I I need to make content, man. 
validation that was the word i was looking for so like remember like you know like earlier on in the thing i was talking about like you know like when you you know like when you like when when you know like when you you know validation that is the word i was looking for like the word escaped my fucking mind but yeah basically when you see validation from people yes that was the that was the term so um what was i life money fame people say i found my purpose in life doctors okay now, okay mind you this is an example now i'm not sure this is what doctors actually say but this is, this is an example from what i've seen from the stats that i have been doing i'm just using i'm going to use an example for like doctors and other things right so doctors would say they would they would have found their purpose in life and it is to save lives you know like heal people healing and everything they would say that is their purpose in life then you get uh lawyers judges saying that their purpose in life is to send the people who did wrong to jail let the innocent ones go and then you know punish people that's the judges that side you know like as much as it's fun when you're starting out you know for the first couple of years you may feel like yeah this is it but the more you move along the more you meet people who change and influence your ideology of this concept of purpose in life you know start questioning yourself and then you're like what am i doing with my life basically why people want to like most people call this a, a midlife crisis where now you want to uh, do things that you wanted to do like in your youth but now you're older and you have the money for it so you can do it but most people don't necessarily have the money for it but like they still do it regardless you know just to say that they lived because like this is something that they wanted to do in their part like like coming up in life but they were restricted and they couldn't do it so now they're here you know okay hold on let me just eat, like eat this sweet you know um i've been talking for a while my guy this is like what the third podcast i'm recording right now but this one is gonna drop first so my, my, my mouth is dry i can't open this damn sweet i'm so sorry let me just put down the mic. All right. Uh, I lost my train of thought again, but you know, yeah, but purpose of life. You're going to get to that point where you, like, start questioning. Having midlife crisis, that's where I was. Midlife crisis. That's what it's called. But then people would rather call it a midlife crisis than to actually phrase it like how it's supposed to be. But I feel like people actually calling it out for what it is would just make them more depressed or more sad or more whatever. So now, which is why they found a more lighter term for it. I feel like when you're, like, older and then you're having a midlife crisis... It's basically where you are at a point in life where you're depressed, you're sad about how you lived your life and now you are where you are and you and like you don't know what awaits you. Which basically so which in the in definition is you questioning the purpose of life. 
because then this is when now you go back and do things that you wanted to do as a kid growing up so that by the time you finally do pass away you did what you planned to do or set out to do because i don't know probably like you like you figured out or you came to the conclusion rather that hey there's no purpose i'm just here for vibes i'm just here vibing you know like i'm out here raw dogging life you know and i'm and i'm not gonna blame people i'm i'm i'm, I'm not gonna come to you and tell you life is a scam life is a lie this is what you need to do. i'm not gonna come shove it down your throat this is for you to find out at your own time at your own pace when you're ready okay even if you want you like you can just somewhat cut off this podcast right here and go on about your life because the next question is a mind fucking question i mean it's not necessarily mind fucking you know because like there's a lot of loopholes sorry there's a lot of blank spaces but the message is is brought across correctly i believe but to summarize this whole thing of you know of purpose in life i'm gonna ask you again wouldn't it be awful if you figured life out right so right now as you're listening to this close your eyes right maybe i say close your eyes all right thank you picture a world or life where you knew what the purpose was right do you believe that as you are living your life right now do you believe that if you keep doing the same thing it would not make a difference to sorry i don't know how to phrase this it wouldn't make a difference for when you actually get to that point in life where or actually what am i saying sorry close your eyes imagine you know what the purpose of life is would you be happy to continue doing what you're doing would you be satisfied would you be would you see nothing wrong in doing exactly what you're doing right now knowing what the purpose of life is would you be okay in living the rest of your life how you're living right now knowing what the purpose is or would you find something or would you find a way to change your life so that it can now reflect towards what the purpose is because a lot of people like believe that we're put on this earth for you know f- for the second coming basically but i'm like but the second coming we don't know when it's gonna happen like you know as that guy said man like you don't think he's gonna come back like the way he was beaten that day <laughs> it wasn't easy i don't think he's coming back you know because <laughs> honestly like yeah, i don't think he's coming back Mm-mm. Mm-mm. imagine if you were beaten like that hmm. imagine if you went to your most favorite place and they beat the shit out of you everybody they beat the shit out of you would you go back hmm? 
Because it won't be easy. So, about so yeah, but still, like people will not like people will not gonna believe or make because people. So when I say self actualization, people wanna now manifest and self actualize the second coming to say this is our purpose. If if we keep living like this, doing what we're doing, knowing for a fact that it is coming. This is how I am. So let's say right now, living as you are, and they were to say, the purpose of life is to wait for the second coming. And then judgment day and everything begins. Now the question would be, would you continue living as you are living right now? Or would you change everything about yourself to now better suit yourself or better give yourself chances to pass judgment day. Honestly, for me, I don't know. I feel like I'll just keep vibing. I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. Because that's the other thing of having many religions in this world. Everybody has their own God. Everybody has their own belief as to what's going to happen. Okay. But again, like, I don't really have information or know what's written in the holy texts and holy scriptures. I don't know what they believe is coming. I don't know why they believe they're there or, like, why they are on earth or why they're living. I don't know why they believe. So I'm not I'm not now going to now come and put words in their mouth and tell them, yo, so Buddha says this, Allah says this, you know, I uh, no, no. My chat here is a routine. One thing is for sure on here, because I don't... Let me just end it here, you know. But one thing is for sure. Right? Fight me if you want. But in terms of religion, we all can't be right. We all cannot be right. We all cannot be correct. By that I mean... We all can't have our own gods doing what they're doing because i want to believe that um these gods cannot coexist but at the same time there is proof i can, I can not necessarily prove this is just conversation with myself that you know but again this is a conversation for another day this is what i'm saying i'm, I'm gonna cut it off here but and also as it just disclaim on it. I didn't take history in high school. I don't fucking like history. I never liked history at all. I want nothing to do with history because history is always lies. It's always one side of the story. It's always his story. It's never her story. So, again, a conversation y'all are not ready for. Probably for another time. But one thing for sure, we did have a war, right, that was based or people were fighting for religions to say which is the true religion and which is not. Because, you know, people always want to be like, my God is the true God, you have false gods. You know. But again, I don't know. Because, like, what I did study, like, sorry, like, what I did do in high school was religious studies. They didn't teach us important shit. 
they're just teachers for yeah uh, this religion uses this type of scripture this religion uses this type of scripture this biblical church right that's the, like that's it that's it two years is it two years was it three i don't fucking know they're doing the same damn thing every fucking time nobody want ain't nobody want to answer and ask real questions and obviously if you ask your teacher like yo do you believe that this god is real right they're gonna be biased they're gonna favor their probably i don't know if you get that teacher who's gonna be like nah as in i'm just teaching you this because this school said i must but honestly personally i believe there's only one god you know and then you get you know yeah then others who say other things but yeah hey it's not a it's not a here nor there but what is here and what is there is only one religion is right if that's how people want to see it that's all i'm gonna say but i'm not for that statement by the way i believe like they can coexist it's just because like like it would make sense but again it's a different conversation for another day for another episode so jumping into topic of discussion number two is this is this is a mind fucking off eh? because i I still haven't really found a way to fully understand this because from the definition of the word itself to the action being done different but like we all know what it means right so here's the thing okay so here's the mind-boggling question are we living life life as you know it is this life are you living life or is all this just a lucid dream i'm asking again are you living life are we living life is it real or are we lucid dreaming right so now before you come like 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 before you come argue with me right i know the definition of lucid dreams and for those of y'all who are unaware of what lucid dreams are basically lucid dreaming sorry lucid dreams is when you have full control of the dream right but the plural of it so it's a plural Guys, another thing, man. English, I didn't do my in high school, man. I didn't, I didn't get a distinction. So, I don't know my nouns from my adjective to my... That one, that long one. I'm a anomatopy. Yeah, yeah, that one. Anomatopy. Hey! I've always been a stupid child, man. But that's not a here nor there. But... The adjective of lucid dreams, like, I don't know, as in, let me not use these big English words, man, I'm going to just say, like, lucid dreaming, you know, the definition of lucid dreams is vivid dreams that feel like it's real life, that is lucid dreams, like, the dreams feel real, right, and then the definition of lucid dreaming is um, when you are aware or when you know you are dreaming but you're asleep it's like you're sleeping and you know you're asleep and you know you're dreaming 
but at the same time i feel like won't that just make every dream a lucid dream from that first explanation alone you just basically make every dream a lucid dream because everybody knows that they're dreaming right because i'm pretty sure I'll fa- i know when i'm dreaming because if i close my eyes and i see things in my mind like 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 that's like come on but the further explanation go can mind you this is the the the, the textbook definition right it's not the hearsay definition it continues to say you are aware of the events flashing through your brain aren't really happening but the dream feels vivid and real you may also be able to control how the action unfolds as you are directing as if you are directing a movie in your sleep right so pay attention to that last sentence you may be in control sorry you may even be able to control how the actions unfold as if you're directing a movie in your sleep. So this means to say, you know, lucid dreams, basically it's sort of I mean, like manifestations, if I could say. Like the like reason why I came to the conclusion of life is a lucid dream is because of manifestations. Because everything is just, can't be coincidence. These things are connected in a, in a dream. You you like in a lucid dream, you have control of, of of everything, right? You you like you get to say what happens next. But in life, you can't necessarily say what happens next because I can't now just think and imagine. Okay, okay, I'm gonna wake up in the morning and then I'm gonna find Rihanna sitting in my chair. Or right now, as I'm chilling like this, I'm gonna have food magically appear in front of me, like. Like you get me, but thing, the thing is that lucid dreams is a term we invented to a certain understanding. Cause I feel like there's deeper shit that we do not understand, which is why like scientists and philosophers are always like trying to figure this shit out. But scientists are always trying to figure out like what's coming, what's next, and the philosophers are always trying to figure out like what happened. What's going to happen as well? I'm trying to figure out what is happening right the fuck now. You know? Because if I figure out like what's happening right the fuck now, I can figure out what's happening in the future. Which is why I'm always asking like the purpose of life. So, lucid dreams, right? They say to be, you're, you are aware that you're sleeping, but you're also aware that you're dreaming. And you control whatever happens in the dream. Just an example, you're lucid dreaming, you are being chased down a forest. Actually, no, let me let me not make it a violent one. Let me make it a sweet thing. Because right now, it's the time right now. It's midnight. It's half past midnight. It's 12th day. So today's Saturday. It's probably going to drop it like, like right after I'm done. I'm going to edit it quickly and then upload it. So you probably listen to this today even. So... Yeah, I'm making a nice one. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I'm always about the violence. <laughs> uh, actually, nah, fuck it. I'm going I'm to stick to the violence. You're in the forest. Right? Jungle. Picture Jumanji. Yeah, if you watch Jumanji, the one with Kevin Hart. A little jungle. Yeah, picture that. You're running. You don't have a gun. You don't have anything. You're running away from mercenaries. Scary looking dudes. You have, you're, like, you have a gun. 
but you know that you're being chased, but now you want to, like, have that thrill, because it's vivid, looks real, so obviously, like, when a bunch of people rush you with violence, your fight-or-flight instincts will take place, so you know you don't have guns or anything, but you know you're dreaming, so you still, like, that, like, that fight-or-flight instinct will just kick in, as you run and you realize, hey, I'm in control of this shit, then you manifest, in other words, manifest, then you bring it to life, I don't know if that's the correct term, uh, let me just stick to manifest, then you manifest a gun, or an armory where you run inside and you have guns, explosives, everything that you need to handle the mercenaries, right, cool, that's the manifestation thing, right, lucid dreams, uh, dumbed down definition, that life, notice how every time, Lately, actually, lately, 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 you keep seeing people talking about manifestation. 11-11, angel hours. People burn a candle, burn some sage. They sing some mantra to do something because they want to acquire something. Eh? And by coincidence or by not coincidence, I don't know. Sorry, by not coincidence, I don't know. Um, it always comes to them right at some point or another because it doesn't sell you to like i'm gonna like manifest money today tomorrow i'm gonna get it because one thing is okay let me give you an example of what i mean because like obviously like if i manifested today it might come a couple years down the line or a couple months down the line reason being okay actually now here's an example picture it's a small island yeah there's two people on this island but obviously, it's like, it's not small to like where you can see the other person on the other end. Like, it's small as in like, uh, you know, it's like a young city, more or less, you know. And I'm not say young city, I'm going to say it's like, for those of you who are living in Khartoum, it's like, Joburg and Goldberg City, like Joburg CBD and Goldberg City. And then you add South Gatera, and then you add Mama Sowetora, Mama Pinvi, by Maponyamot. Yeah, that's how big it is, more or less. I don't know, I don't know. I'm kind of like specifics on graphics, so my bad. Right, two people on this island. They're hungry, they've been stranded, they're hungry, they're thirsty, they can't drink ocean water, and there's no food, right? They'll, they're going to get to the point in their life where they become desperate. Where now they they down bad. Okay, I don't want to now, like, I don't want to offend people to say, Uti, you only start praying or wanting things and you're down bad. This is just for the sake, for the sake of the podcast, for the example. You're down bad. You're hungry, you're thirsty, you have not eaten in a week. No, I can't say a week. You have not eaten in days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of them. They don't know they're both on that island. They believe that they are alone on the island. Okay, just to make things safe, there's no predators or anything. But hey, they don't know that. So, I don't, that's it. Hey, let me, hey, baby. <laughs> so, both of them manifest water and food, right? And then, the more they go into the jungle, by some odd chance, they find a, I don't know, say a box or something buried. Okay, let's say one of them. 
decides to take a journey to find this to to solve your problem to f- to solve your problem of hunger and food they go out and they go out exploring after they have manifested food and water eventually they go out into the the into the wilderness and then they find like a crate an old crate from like sling meat with food inside they're gonna take it they're gonna go chow the other person also manifested food and water, but now finds the same spot by the crate, but there's no more food, it's just water. So they take it and go back to their base. That type of thing. That's what I'm saying with you. Like, like I don't know if I'm trying to, like, if I'm making sense to you people, but. It's like a monkey's paw type thing. There's only one of those objects, right? So if I manifest something, there's only one of those objects. And then if you manifest the same thing, whoever's willpower will, whoever's willpower is stronger will get it first. It doesn't go with who said it first. Whoever's willpower is stronger will get it first. That's what I'm saying. So if I manifest something, you manifest something, the same thing. But you did it first, but I manifested it two months before you did. But you did it first. So you see what I mean? The whole thing of lucid dreams, you're in control, but it's a... I feel like I'm confusing y'all the more I continue. Because now I'm stuck. I don't know how to explain it. Okay, actually, now my bad. I feel like I'm, I'm explaining it the right way, the proper way. I just did not give you guys the clarity or the definition or the explanation before I got to this thing. Okay, right. So, one thing I believe is that our consciousness is us. Guys, I said English, I failed, man. So, whatever the plural of conscious is, man, it's connected. You, your neighbor, and that little... Mexican dude in Peru connected. Everybody's consciousness is connected. Just picture a ball, right? A ball or a net, a round net, a sphere of a net. At each interval where the net grooves and moves on to the next, to the next, to the next, that is a consciousness. It's connected. Everybody's connected. So obviously, if I manifest something and you manifest something, Somebody else is going to manifest it. Right? And willpower. Willpower is different. So when I say lucid dreams, now consciousness is connected. So our dreams are also connected. Because 98% of y'all haven't had a dream where your consciousness met another person and y'all connected. Basically, there has been I'm pretty sure there has. I know. I don't know. I read an article somewhere. I don't know. Somebody said that they were lucid dreaming, and then they came across somebody else who was lucid dreaming. So their consciousness was, so like, whatever. So their consciousness is uh, crossed paths, and then they and then they interacted, right? And then they exchanged information. I assume, I don't know, I was paraphrasing that whole thing, but basically their consciousness interacted in that lucid dream. 
So which means to say which right now, as we are living life right now, because like y'all don't want to come at me and tell me, but if it's a dream, why are there like so many people? Like, because it's freaking consciousness. It's connected. Because this may not be the real life. This may just be a dream. We may be in hyperspace. Somewhere dreaming, sleeping right now. That sleep might feel like an hour, but the life we have right now, however life, however, however long it takes you to live and die. That is, that is that. Hey, why am I even confusing myself? Because eh? this, mind you, this is supposed to be conscious conversations, and I'm here confusing y'all with these conversations. But the moral here is lucid dreams basically involves you being in control and you being aware of your surroundings. Which is why I'm saying, are we lucid dreaming or is this real life? If this is us lucid dreaming, we are aware of our surroundings. We are in, in control of our surroundings. But we yet just have not yet discovered the power that we possess when it comes to manifestation. Because in lucid dreams, the ones that we know, right, it is easier to manifest something because again you are in control right it is easier for you to manifest whatever it is that you need in the moment and you are in control you control everything around you right but whereas right now this lucid dream that we are in right now everybody you me that girl that little dude even donald trump everybody is in this lucid dream we just have not yet not a lot of us have actually learned to heighten our manifesting power to bring whatever it is that we self-actualize to life, if you get what I'm saying. But because of limited resources and joint consciousnesses, 7 million people could manifest the same thing. The universe doesn't have 7 million whatever those things are. Because again, we don't know what's in the universe. We don't know what the universe is. Because every time you speak something out into the universe, it always brings it back to you. The way you want it. But not exactly the way. It's like a photocopy, but it's what you wanted. Yeah, well. That's what I'm saying. I hope I, I hope I make you guys understand. Or else I'm just basically wasting my time. And I'm making a fool of myself. But I feel like I'm making a fool of myself. Because I'm not... Because I didn't really prepare fully for this. I was not expecting... Mind you, I, I had a thing written down. I had a script. But this is the second take of me. I'm recording this conscious conversation thing. The first take, the audio wasn't, other than that, it was, it was scruffy. So this is my second take. So like, mind you, I had to re-say everything that I'd said. So now the second take, the more that I'm saying it, the more I'm realizing, no. So I'm basically answering my questions and I'm making more questions as I move along. Because before I had a script, but now the script is out the window, my guy. Because like now that I'm reading these things, it, it, it doesn't feel like it's true. It just feels like this is just something that I just said or wrote down because I don't get it. 
even this whole life and, and thing of lucid dream is still not it's uh, it's still not yet at a hundred percent. It's at sixty five percent because I'm still trying to figure it out. Because then somebody else once started a conversation with me, talking about you know like alternate universes and whatever, and I was and I was like yeah, I, I, like I believe in that, but again that's that's a conversation for another day. But what I want to talk about right now is that they also pointed across that. What if this is all just a simulation? Instead of it being a lucid dream, it's a simulation. Okay, so I don't know how many of y'all watched that uh, the, um, that one episode of, what is it? I think it was a thing of Steven Universe. Where there's a game where you, uh, you put on the VR glasses and then it takes you in the and it gives you life. Basically, you put on that little VR helmet. You do not know that you're wearing VR. You may put it on for 5 minutes, 30 minutes, right? But the VR that you're seeing, the life that you're seeing, could be your whole entire life, 50 years, 60 years, 100 years. In VR, it it would feel like that because you would even forget that you were in VR because you became so invested. But once you die, that's when the VR glasses come off and then you realize, oh shit, type thing. So he pointed that thing across to me and it made sense. It made sense to me, but I, I can't make it make sense to you because we were in different energies, man. We were in different... But I understood, and you guys, I don't know where to start making you guys understand. But concept of life, question that. Existence, question that. Life, question that. Death, that's what I want to talk about now. Death, right? It's not in any other thing. It's just like a thing, right? Death. So everybody believes that when they die, they go a certain way. Like nobody believes you, it's when you die, you just die. Actually, no. What am I saying? Sorry. There, there are a few people who believe that when you die, there's nothing that awaits you in your afterlife. Like, when you die, it's just nothing. It's like you're dreaming forever. And then you get those who believe that when you die, you then now go to, like, the judgment things and then, you know, heaven, hell type thing. And then I don't really know much about other, other like, religions and how they feel about certain things. Because, obviously... Where you wanna go, or where you or where you gonna go when you die, is all influenced by a religion. Which, if you live act a certain way, you wanna go to a specific place to a specific god. That's what everybody believes, and then you get the people who believe in which, like, once you die, you come back reincarnated in a different body or as a different entity. You know. And with that thing being said, yeah, there's there's like proof. I say proof, but like there's articles, videos of young girls and boys who claim to remember their, their past lives. And they tell you everything vividly. They tell you the names, birth date, how they look like. And then once you go do research on this, go to the library or whatever, you actually find that this is the thing. You know, it's very scary, but most people just don't want to believe it. Because they believe, hold on, no, my God says this, so fuck you and your God. 
that's what they feel. That's what I'm saying, because like this one, like this whole thing of God's coexisting for me, it's a thing. But obviously, there's gonna be a war. Everybody has to be right. But for most people, only one God is true God, the rest a false God. So I'm like, who really? Because in every religion, somebody would tell you something that happened. You know, some religious thing that happened. Some spiritual thing in that religion that happened. And then that made them believe more. And as I was saying, you see, in Saudi and in, in South Africa, you, people are making a mockery of the Christian religion. All these other gents, you know, like all these other pastors, yeah, saying shit like, yo, if you chow this rat, all your problems are gonna be fixed. If you chow this rat alive, your problems shall be fixed. If I spray this doom in your face, the devil shall leave your body. Hmm? Like, which one is, like, 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 what is this? I feel like they. They're just coming at people who are down bad, who are desperately looking for faith. People are just going to come at them and tell them, yo, you want faith? Give me 10,000 and spray this doom in your face. After that, go eat that crocodile alive. Come back to me in a week. Like, what the fuck? Like, people are just making a mockery of certain religions. So... Excuse me if I'm finding it hard to believe that Christianity is 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 a, is a solid religion, cause you know, cause I'm off an ancestral type gens. You know, I believe in the ancestors and stuff. You know, but uh, culturally, we do have a religion, but we also do pay worship to our ancestors. Like we don't neglect them; we just we praise them as much as we praise the gods. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. But, yeah, life and death. So what I believe happens when you die, man. Mind you, again, this is coming from a place of understanding because for most of y'all who don't know, I was in surgery last year, September, September 2nd. September 7th or September 2nd. I don't know. I still have the bands from the day. You know, like, I'm I'm like those, those medical bands like, what's your name? Why are you there? And stuff. Like, looking like you came from a psychiatric ward or something. Yeah, those bands. And I still have a souvenir. That little thing they put down your throat. So I put the pipe. I still have it. I don't know why I have it. But, like, they gave it to me. So I'm like, all right. Dead. So, yeah, I was in surgery. I was there to remove a testicle. Right? Before you ask questions, man, I was about to at least cancer related. It died. So, had it removed before it caused more problems. So, yeah, I died in surgery, apparently, because when I woke up, my nurse, because I, I was still in theater when I woke up, I was still in the theater when I woke up, and the nurse was next to me, I think she was checking the, the, the thing in my heart rate or something, because she looked like she was in a panic, right, when I woke up, she looked shocked, she's like, yo, you scared us? Cause you died there for a second. I'm like, what do you mean I died? Like you were gone for like five minutes, but the doctors thought you died. At first, I, you know, I couldn't really understand. Cause I was still high off the fucking bench, and shit, you know. But like once I got back to my room, I started to calm down. Like the drugs, 
drugs started to wear off, and I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, so this is what she said. And then I actually felt there was a little pain, a lump, in the center of my chest. So I don't know, probably they injected me with some adrenaline or something. Because that night, I couldn't sleep. And I, and, and like, I felt like, I mean, you know, like, when you get, like, injected, you know, like, when you go to the doctor, and then they give you a shot, and then it starts to, like, swell up or something, whatever, you know, like, it can necessarily swell, like, bad way, but, like, as if, you know, like, you know it's there, and then you can feel it, you know, like, yeah, like, you're injected. That's how I felt on my chest, which, you know, I feel like I was injected, yeah, because, you know, this is painful. Because... They're working down there. What reason would they be doing me to come up here? And they gave me an injection to make me fall asleep. It was injected into my vein on my arm. So why are they coming to my chest? So, you know, it's, it's, so it kind of added up. It kind of added up. So basically, while I was gone, don't really remember much. But one thing I do remember is I was chilling on a rock. On a mountain, like not just any rock, obviously, but like I was chilling on a mountain, like on the farms, on a mountain rock with my grandma. So my grandma passed away like 2006, 2007, I haven't forgot, right? And I was really close to her, you know. So I was chilling on a rock, but I couldn't really hear her speak. Like I see her lips moving, I just don't hear the sounds, right? But also, as we chill on this rock, there's like an ocean. Well, like a like a large body of water, and then you're watching the sunset over that large body of water over the horizon, Jake. And the sun wasn't necessarily like small, you know, like how you like you see. I'm like how you see that was like medium. It was like, like I could see with okay, the sun is like close, like it's medium. It was like orangish, yellow orangish, you know, and it's setting. So in my book, the sun was symbolizing my lifespan. So, the moment it fully goes over the horizon, that's it for me. But it didn't really fully go over. It was like, literally, the first quarter of the sun was gone. I was left with three-fourths of the sun. Because I'm here looking at my grandma, trying to have a conversation with her, but I can't hear her. You know? And then I just remember, you know, like, being slapped. And then I saw a light, and I woke up. And then that's when... The nurse told me out of my situation. So the reason why I'm telling you this story specifically is because when I'm talking about like this whole thing of death, right? It involves self, sorry, self-actualization. And, and like I've been saying this the whole entire podcast because the weight behind it, y'all don't, like, y'all don't understand the weight behind self-actualization. Like, you go, this is, this, this is what happened, you go where you want to go when you die, like, like, you know what I mean, like, deep down, you know, you don't believe in, like, any, excuse me, you don't believe in any, like, any types of religion, you just believe in, like, the, the ancestral things, and you want to go to your ancestors, but obviously, like, you're not just going to like, jump into a pool, and then there's, like, ancestors all around, no, cause you, cause you'll probably be thinking of a specific person, who's gonna bring you in, to the ancestral ancestral realm. To say, yeah, now Mkwenyana or now Makot, you know, to introduce you, to the underground gang, you know. For me, the person I was thinking about was my grandma, 
because I don't really know anybody else that passed away in the family too. I don't, I don't know. It's just it's like his family's like diehards, dog. His family has diehards. <laughs> Exhibit A. I'm the example. Ah, fuck me for diehard. But yeah, um, yeah. So the person I was picturing was my grandmother. So I'm like, okay, this is where I want to go when I die. I want to go be with her, cause she was my happiness, I guess. Cause I even have a third name, my African name, that nobody knows. It's obviously like nobody outside of the family, but nobody knows it. Like not even my closest friends. Not even like nobody knows it. Because that's a name that she used to call me by. So, like, that has a special place. So, for the fact of this, because, like, this is, like, the contract I made with myself. Like, take on you. See, like, when I'm so... When I'm saying these things, to me, they make sense because I watch these shows. And then, you know, so, basically, the, the, the deal the deal I made with myself is I can only go see her if one, two, three. Right? So the only special thing that I have with her is my third name. Nobody goes around calling me by that name, which is why I'm so specific to people to not call me by that name or, or to stop bothering me by asking me what my name is. I don't, I'm not going to tell you. You can look at my fucking ID. You can look at my driver's license. This certificate. Actually, no. Let me rephrase. You can try. Look at my driver's license, my ID, my birth certificates. You can try to look at that shit. You won't get the shit punched out of you, trust me. And I'm not playing with you. Because to me, that is the special thing that I have with her. She passed away when I was like six, dog. Like six or seven. Because my little sister was just born and she was like a year. She was about to reach a year. So, and my, and my little sister's seven years younger than me. So she's what I'm saying. Like, that's probably six or seven. Because I forgot the day. But also, I was there. And I saw her lose life. You know, like when the life force was, I was there. So, it's a very sad thing. So this is why I don't really take it lightly. When I go around telling you, like, like the only place my name will be seen would be on my qualifications, my certificates, my degrees. That's the only place you'll see it. That's the only place you'll see it. Like, like online, Kwasa. And I'm losing track of things. Sorry, my bad. I got sidetracked. But when I'm talking about death, I'm talking about this whole self actualization, that you go where you want to go or where you believe you do. You deserve to go. If you're Christian and you believe in Witsi your whole entire life, you've done good, you didn't do any bad, you believe in Witsi, you're going to go to heaven, right? But then you still have that resentment in you. You have that guilt because you probably did something. Like, that one small thing. But it's eating you up inside. And although, like, although like you may have done a hundred things to make up for that one small thing, Deep down, it's still eating you inside because you fear that when Judgment Day comes, they're going to try you for that. 
So when you're about to die, when you're taking your last breath, you need to make peace with everything and anything. Especially if you know you're about to die. Like, make peace with everything. Don't have any doubts. Don't have any, like, resentments. Don't have any guilt. That's my only tip for you here. So it's if you were set out to go into heaven, do not have guilt, doubt, or resentment towards anything, anybody. Because obviously, when that guilt overpowers the light, when that darkness overpowers the light, then you will, you, you will find yourself somewhere. If that's what you believe will happen when you die, that you want to go to heaven or hell. If that's what you believe. And then you, for people who believe that they get reincarnated, if they think about what they want to think about, they self-actualize whatever it is they want to self-actualize about. Because I don't know, as I keep saying, I don't know about these other religions. I'm mostly going to speak for Christianity because I'm not Christian, I'm Catholic. But still, like, it's more or less the same thing. It's like a sister religion. It's like they're sisters. Not twin sisters, but, like, they're twins, but, like, but like not identical, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I got the, yeah, because Catholics worship Mary, right, if I'm not mistaken. Because I haven't been to church in a while, eh? And also, I stopped going to church once my grandma died because uh, it, 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 it don't feel the same. Because, you know, like when you ask yourself the questions, like, why did you take her? Like, why? Out of all the people in this world, you just chose to go for her. You know? It's like, it's, 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 it's nah. Now I'm tearing up. It's just horrible. It's a very, till this day, it's very sensitive. And you should pause, I mean, like, years back, though, years ago. 16 years ago. Six, like, yeah. This shit weighs heavy on my heart, my boy. It weighs heavy. This is what I'm saying. Like, that's where I want to go. So I'm saying conscious conversations. Talking about death. Where you want to go. Self-actualize that. Don't hold any doubt, resentment, or guilt. If you set on doing something, do it. It's like real life. Don't procrastinate. If you want to do it, do it. If you beat around the bush, you're not going to get it done. Or like when you do get it done, it's not going to be done the correct way. And you're not going to be happy about it. But you would have done it regardless. So, yeah. But, yeah. So, I feel like that's enough for today. I'm already in an hour. That's enough. But, yeah. Uh, if you feel like... No. Yeah. That's it. But uh, this wouldn't be a broadcast galore episode without uh, conversations of sex so yeah <laughs> so this concluding one is very short it's very short it's very short right i want y'all to 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 delve and learn the different types of sorry the different kinds of sex when i'm talking about the different kinds of sex i'm not talking about like like different types of genders sexualities sex positions well, maybe, maybe in terms of sex position, like, you know, like it has something to do with it, but it's not the main, you know. So there's three different kinds of um, of sex, right? You get your normal sex, right, which is uh, penetration, hetero, heterosexual sex, guy, girl, you know, I don't know, probably you want to do lesbian, you know. Let me see, let me say this, 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 this normal sex. Normal, like when you have sex normally, that's that's yeah. By that, like 
if I want to be more specific, I'm going to say, like, when you're having sex and then you do, like, normal positions, normally, like, two people, it's just two people involved in it, two people involved in the action, that's the normal sex. And then you get the kinky sex. So, as a, I don't want to go deeper into this, number two. Let me just say, there's kinky sex and then there's freaky sex. There's a, there's a difference. I'm going to tell you all the difference in the next episode of sex understood but yeah then you get kinky sex so kinky so kinky sex basically involves you know your role playing when you're using sex positions from the kama sutra when you're involving what is it uh bondage domination sadomasochism bdsm is it yeah BDSM, you know, when you involve BDSM, you know, and all these extra things, it's because it's it's no longer just sex between two people. This is the point where now you're just trying to like have fun, experiment. You know, like when you're now gonna involve third parties, fourth parties, having orgies, threesomes. You know, when you have a uh, like as a guy, like as a heterosexual man, when you. Start asking your your girl to put things up your ass, just for the sake of experimenting or feeling what it's like. That's like that's a kink. It's something that gets you horny, but it's not like the thing you want to do all the time. It's just like you want to do it and get it done with, and keep it moving, just to say you did it. That's a kink. And then the third one. Uh, one that none of y'all are ready for. I feel like none of y'all practice this types of sex, tantric sex. Okay, mind you, like reason why I put it here because this is a very conscious conversation of tantric sex, because people don't really understand it. People don't people don't practice this, and and you shouldn't, to be honest, you shouldn't unless you are married or unless you are fully devoted to that person, and that person is devoted to you. That y'all are the only two sex like y'all are the only sexual partners y'all have. Like, that's it, cause tantric sex or tantric. I don't know how to spell it. I just know it's tantric, cause it may be spelled different. Cause like how I spell it is T A N T R, I C K, tantric sex. I don't know. Just Google it. It might probably give you like a thing, you know, like an other thing. So tantric sex is the type of sex where it's beyond penetration. It's beyond kinks. It's beyond BDSM. It's beyond body. It's beyond bodily matter. Tantric sex is when now you're involving spiritual sex. This is when you're involving the soul. This is the, like like this when the soul ties come into like into question. Because, you know, because you keep hearing people talking about how they want to have sex with people and, like, intertwine, you know. That's a dangerous game you're playing. That's a dangerous game you're playing. Because most people be having tantric sex without knowing. Because they are so uneducated in what they're doing. Which is why you find people always being uh, depressed after. Being drained. Seeing that their habits are changing. Because... Tantric, like soul, soul tie sex. This is the type of sex that changes your life, literally. Because the way you you live, the way you behave, the way you act, the way you talk, the way you do everything, 
will now be influenced by your significant other's soul and vice versa. Meaning if your, if your significant other likes cars and jazz, you don't fuck with any of that. Right? And they like eating uh, uh, specific foods that you wouldn't dream about about placing those those food groups together and all of a sudden you pick up their habits you pick up their likes their dislikes their interests you're basically becoming one person due to the intertwining of souls the souls becoming one joining because now you are one because then if your intentions are to hit it and quit it and you are un- unknowingly Involving yourself in a tantric sexual situation, you're gonna get hurt. You're gonna have bad luck. Okay, I don't know about the bad. <laughs> <laughs>